Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is The Morning Five for Monday, November 7th, 2022. And as always, it's brought to you by the Perry and Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perry and Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. You're officially Jimmy Johnson days away from Christmas. Oh, I like it. I like it. Jimmy Johnson days away from Christmas. Uh, we've actually already, already started setting up Christmas in the Sparling household. a boy. Yes, sir. Uh, I say we. It was actually Emily. Emily just... It, so Willow's been listening to Christmas music the past month. And I guess it's rubbed off on Emily. And yesterday I got home from playing golf. There was Christmas stuff everywhere inside the house. Uh, all the almost all the boxes from the attic had been brought down, and there was Christmas absolutely everywhere. So, I think we're going to work on this week to start getting everything planned out for the uh, for the front yard. I don't know if we're going to put anything out this week, but we're going to start planning it out. Uh, and I have a special PVC Christmas light archway that I have already drawn up and have the plans for. Um, it's now with the accounting department department to make sure that we have the funds to be able to go through with this endeavor. <laughs> uh, but I do have everything drawn up and planned out. So we'll see. We'll see if the funds get approved. <laughs> it's a kind of a crappy uh, food day. It's national bittersweet chocolate with almonds day. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, what, a, what a weird day, right? Yeah, that's very, I was hoping sweet chocolate like with good, almonds. no, it's, it's not really anything good. Yeah, that's, I don't know. That's that's not very that's not very enticing. And it, you know it's not good. I know you're a, you're a fan of chocolate, so if you don't like this day, then it's definitely not enticing to anybody. Yeah. Bittersweet chocolate. What is that? I don't I don't know if I've ever had that. Uh, bittersweet chocolate is just. I'm not a fan of it. It's okay. It's mm, it's just yeah, like gotcha. a, a different taste to it, man. And it's I don't like it. Ugh. Is that the chocolate with like a tangy taste? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. I don't I don't like chocolate, but I definitely don't like that chocolate uh so Fal- falcons fall to the chargers and basically walk off fashion on sunday it suck yeah. it's 20 to 17 was the final score Algier or Al Algier and uh patterson combined for 143 yards on 23 carries and two tuds the falcons averaged 5.7 carries or yards per carry and rushed for over 200 total yards as a team that's fantastic. That's utterly fantastic. And we continue to be top five in the NFL in rushing. However, <laughs> it was just, it, we just can't stop, man. I don't know what the deal is. Just can't stop it. Uh, the Falcons offensive line had, uh, and this is Bryce saying this, maybe it's best game of the season. Maybe. Possibly. I don't know. I thought they did a good job of protecting Mariota just long enough for him to throw incomplete passes. 
Um, and they opened up huge holes. I mean, just big holes. For the, yes. For the running backs to run through. I mean, they had they had holes big enough for a Cadillac to drive through. So I thought the Falcons offensive line did really, really well. Now, I'll be honest with you. I was watching this game and helping Emily set up Christmas stuff. So I wasn't intently watching. But it seemed like every time I turned around and watched a play every five to six minutes, the Falcons line was doing really well. It was just uh, the run game was there. Mariota just couldn't complete a pass. It was awful. No. Yeah. It, but this is this is something that I've been saying for weeks, Bryce. Weeks. If we had a legitimate quarterback, somebody who knew what the hell he was doing, we would be so much better this year. Like, so much better. And I understand that Mariota brings a different, you know, thing to to the Falcons considering his run game. But, I, no. It's just, it's frustrating. It's very, very frustrating. And and you've talked about this for a couple of weeks. And I've sort of been in the camp that you're competing for a division title right now with Mariota at quarterback. It's one of those things, if it ain't broke, don't fix it sort of things. Uh, I know the quarterback position probably is broke, but the team as a whole, and, and still right now they're tied for the division lead with the Bucks. So I, I think I might be ready to jump on the it's time to see what Desmond Ritter can do train. Uh, we saw what Malik Willis did last night versus the Chiefs. I mean, he took the Chiefs into overtime, almost won that game. So, it, you know, what do you have to lose right now if you're the Falcons? Do you really want to compete? For the region, or not the region, but the division lead, the division championship down to the last game of the season and then lose it by one game, get eliminated from the playoffs and not have a high draft pick. I don't know. I don't know what the Falcons direction wants to be, Um, but I, I do know one thing. Arthur Smith gets more out of this team than he has any business getting out of it. That's fair. That's incredibly fair. Uh, take one, Graham fumbling and Mariota's inability to move the ball in the air killed the Falcons yesterday. Um, it, if they had won, Mariota should remain the quarterback, like you mentioned. But it, I really, it's time, man. It's it's time for Ritter. It really is. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you too much pushback on that. I, I think I think you've sort of seen what Mariota is and what he can do. Um, I mean, you're at the Panthers too. On, I believe that's a Thursday night game. Yeah, you got a you got a prime time Thursday night game. I don't know. Let's let's see what let's see what Desmond Ritter can do. I you know you got a winnable stretch coming up. Panthers, Bears, who actually look pretty good right now. Uh, the Commanders, who just lost to the Vikings, Steelers, Saints. I mean, you have a stretch of bad-ish teams. I don't want to say bad teams because they're NFL teams, but bad-ish teams that I think you could. I don't know. Test Ritter on. We'll the see. The NFL is in topsy-turvy mode right now. It is so odd right now. It is. I mean, Tom Brady. Bills last night. Yeah. What? And, and the Lions oh. beat the Packers. What? Yeah. Lions beat the Packers. Aaron Rodgers threw three touchdowns. Or, excuse me, three interceptions. This is crazy. Yeah. The, the Lions beat the Packers. Uh 15 to 9 or 19 to 6 or something like that and Aaron Rodgers threw three interceptions. I I don't I don't know what's going on with the NFL, man. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady suck. That and and I it just I don't know. It's the oddest. It, I'm not I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't prepared for it this year, I guess. Did you see so, did you see the post game for Tom Brady? 
No, I didn't. Tom Brady comes out and the first thing out of his mouth. That was awesome. That was effing awesome. <laughs> like, I like to see a little energy from him. Phone or any, everything. It doesn't matter. I like to see a little energy from him. I like that. And who knows? Maybe that's the turning point for the Bucks. That sort of late game heroics yesterday. But they, they've got some issues, man. They've got some big issues. Uh, the team that doesn't have issues, Billy, the Georgia Bulldogs. Dude. Man, absolutely dominated the Tennessee Vols 20, 27 to 13. And we said this on Saturday or uh, Friday. The best thing that could have happened to Georgia is the pollsters ranking Tennessee number one. Yep. That Kirby Smart took that CFB ranking, printed it out. I'm pretty sure he's still got a dot matrix printer because that's the type of guy that Kirby Smart strikes me as. Stepped over there to that bulletin board inside the locker room, pinned that sucker up. Tennessee Volunteers, number one. We're number three. They don't think we're good. They don't think we're as good as Ohio State, much less Tennessee. Flip that thing up there, and dude, you hear 27 to 13, and I know some people, if they didn't watch the game, they think, oh, two-score game. It was pretty close. No, folks, it wasn't close at all. The score makes it look a lot closer than it really was. The dogs were up 24 to 6 at halftime, and they were absolutely dominating Tennessee. Tennessee could not do anything. They didn't have any answer for Stetson Bennett in the UGA passing game. Stetson had 257 yards, two tuds, and a QBR of 98.1. And Georgia did whatever they wanted to on offense. Uh, Kenny McIntosh, uh, McIntosh and, um, oh, Christ, what's the backup? I forget the other guy that rushed. Uh, but they combined for almost 100 yards on the ground on 26 carries. And Lad McConkey almost went over the century, lark, uh, century mark on receiving with 94 yards, five receptions, and a tud. Like, I, I mean, they did. They looked fantastic on offense and, and defense. UGA's defense, they made Hendon Hooker, who was the Heisman frontrunner going into the game, look like a freshman backup. Hooker racked up only 195 yards in the air, no touchdowns, one interception, and a 60.7 QBR. I mean, this was an absolute, complete, dominant win by the Georgia Bulldogs, and they are without a doubt, no doubt in my mind, no arguing, the number one team in the, in the nation. No arguments. There's, there shouldn't be any arguments. No. And I don't even really, I can't honestly tell you if there is a team right now. And I've, you know, I said this week one and Georgia kind of faltered there in the middle with Kent State and Missouri, but they got that out of the way. I don't know if there's any team in the country that's even close to Georgia right now. Right. I don't know. I, I, I honestly thought Tennessee was going to put up a fight. Um, you know, we'll talk about this a little bit more tomorrow when we go through the AP Top 10. I- I'd like to think my Ohio State Buckeyes could, but after seeing how horrible our offense and defensive line got dominated by Northwestern, I don't know if we can. Yeah. I-, I don't know if there's a team out there that has anything for the Georgia Bulldogs right now. To be fair, too, and I'm not I'm not giving Ohio State any credit, but to be fair, um, a, as you mentioned, and this was this was something you and I have talked about on Friday. the The rain was, the rain and the wind was absolutely stupid for Ohio State Northwestern game. Uh, plus, that that field was just awful. There was getting no traction. They were getting no push on either side of the ball. It was it was crazy. It was like Northwestern had played on that kind of stuff before, and Ohio State, as you mentioned, have have mentioned many times before has been playing on turf so when they put their foot in the ground they expect to be able to push off well you 
you weren't able to do that on the uh, Northwestern grass field. Looking at yeah, the I have a lot of issues with that Ohio State team, but uh, you, you know that's yeah. I'm not going to talk about it here because I don't really care. Georgia's number one, and they're the best team in the country, and it was a absolute joy watching them dominate Tennessee. Looking at the AP poll uh, for the first time in weeks, there were there's 63 AP voters, right? Right. 62 of them voted for Georgia. Who the hell didn't vote for Georgia? There was one that didn't. I don't well, know. Who did he vote for? I don't know. I'll, I'll oh, it does, should, should say on there, doesn't it? I, I can't imagine anybody else that's deserving of a number one uh, a number one vote. Ohio State got a vote. Who uh, whoever, whoever voted for Ohio State to be number one, I can guarantee you did not watch that Northwestern game. I can guarantee you they did not watch Ohio State's offensive line and defensive line embarrass themselves for four quarters and get dominated by three-star athletes. I can guarantee you that person did not watch that game. That pisses me off. I'm going to find out who that is, and I'm going to write them a very strongly worded letter because that is moronic. There you go. In the coaches poll, Michigan got two first place votes. I'm not as pissed off about that as I would be about anybody voting Ohio State number one. And I hate Michigan. How'd the Hawks do this weekend, Billy? Hawks did very well. Uh, had a, <laughs> a uh, great uh, win on Saturday night against the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, th- this game should have never, ever gone to the um, Steve Patterson or Batterson, by the way, <laughs> from Quad City Times and Davenport, Iowa, voted Ohio State number one. I don't, I don't know what his, I don't, I don't, I, I was just like, can you email me his name actually, please? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be writing him up. That is the stupidest, dumbest. That's horrible. Oh, that's look just, at, oh, look at here. I've got his email address too. Perfect. Go ahead and send that to me. I'm going to write him a strongly worded letter <laughs> because that is the most moronic thing I think I have seen in college football yet this year. Uh, that is. Uh, there you have it. Uh, perfect. The Hawks will be getting an email from me. Have gone to overtime. This game was well in hand early on, uh, but the Hawks defense down the down the stretch just went to shambles, which was not good to see. We've um, seen that a lot this yeah. season. I feel like, yeah. The good news is the Hawks defense in overtime was stout. It was really, really good. Um, Trey had 34 points, 10 assists. DJ had 22 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. Nice little triple-double for DJ. As you do, just casual trip-dub. CC and OO combined for 25 points and 20 rebounds. (laughs) I'll take that. that I'd like to see those points up a little bit, but yeah, I'll, I'll take that 10 times out of 10. Most of that was from CC. I think uh, I think Double O only had like two points or a point or something like that, or four points. It four points and one rebound, and CC had the rest. But okay, twenty five and twenty. I'm I'm gonna take from them. And the bench looked a little bit better. I think we had a little bit more points out of our bench. Um, still waiting for Bogey to come back. Uh, some a good game too. So let's go. I'd like to see that off the bench. And when yeah. Bogey comes back, that should even add to our depth even more. So no, no doubt. Yeah, that's sort of the main thing that I've been concerned about early on in the season is bench production hasn't been there consistently. Uh, but that should hopefully change once Bogey is 100% healthy. Hawks um, Hawks will play tonight. Ooh, yes, they will. 
against the Bucks. The undefeated Bucks. Which we the lost Bucks. last week uh, against the Bucks, but I think yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun night. Yeah, we lost against the Bucks when we were in the middle of a five-game road trip. Lost up in Milwaukee. Uh, we're at home here. We're only a two and a half point dog right now. So I, I'm excited, man. I, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to give the Bucks their first loss of the season. Giannis is day to day, so we'll see if he plays tonight. Whoa! Um, yep. All right, breaking news. You okay. Uh, and this apparently happened last night, but I didn't get this. Braves have released Ed Adrianza, Jesse Chavez, Adam Duvall, Robbie Grossman, Jay Jackson, Luke Jackson, Kenley Jansen, Darren O'Day, and Dansby Swanson. Yeah, I saw that. What? Yeah. Wow. Does that mean? Does that mean none of them are coming back, or does that mean they just go to free agency? I think. What does that mean? It means they go to free agency. What What do we release when we give them that? Like, is there anything, like, rights or anything? I don't know. I don't know. Baseball contracts are so confusing. Yep. Uh, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from this weekend, Billy. That's In cool. high school football, the last regular season Friday night football. I don't what know. I don't know was. how we've gotten here so quickly. What a night uh, it was. It was it was a lot. It was a lot of fun. I don't know if you were able to listen to both the uh, Friday Night Kickoff show presented by Dollar Heating and Air or the Ogre Apparel Halftime Show. But the Friday Night Kickoff show, our conversation with Matt Hornsby was stellar. It was absolutely you know stellar. That is the only portion of the kickoff show I got to listen to was really? the Hornsby interview. Yeah, that was great, dude. Y'all did a fantastic job. You know, and, and I, I, I mentioned this, you know how anal retentive I get about my sheet and have, how right. we have to be like we have to be done at a certain time for yep. certain things when Tim Barron picked up the headset and started talking to him it was right around the time we needed to be done talking with Hornsby but he kept talking and I was like I, I'm not stopping this there's no way to stop this <laughs> <laughs> it was too good so it, I I felt it went great but the the Osher Apparel halftime show went very very well as well because Tim Barron got to interview his his uh state championship quarterback which was awesome just absolutely really? awesome yeah that's cool man no at halftime i was searching for sustenance and i got it by way of incredible pulp lemonade Mister. dude so i had what was the first flavor i tried i think it was like strawberry and something it was really good i tried that pre-game and i went there post or uh halftime and got a different flavor. I got guava. Folks, that was the best flavor of lemonade I have ever had in my entire life. It was the perfect mixture of tangy and sweet. It, it is now my new favorite Incredible Pulp Lemonade flavor, guava. It is fantastic. It's awesome having great sponsors, isn't it? Dude, it's so awesome. <laughs> we, we went there. I Honestly, I could have talked to Steve the entire game. At one point, I was like, I, was like, I, I gotta go. I gotta go get ready for the game. Like, I, don't, I don't have anything set up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Guava was fantastic. I believe they will be at ba uh, Mount Zion yep. this Friday. Yeah, I think that's what I saw. Um, but high school football, last regular season games of the year, Mount Zion falls to Bowden 42-13. to Bowden wins their third consecutive region title. DJ Harvison rushes for 258 yards and two tuds on 23 carries and had 53 yards and a touchdown receiving. Jordan Beasley rushed for 105 yards and three tuds on 12 carries. 
Mason Bailey had nine tackles, a sack, and a 35-yard touchdown pass. That's right, folks. The left tackle, Mason Bailey, had a 35-yard touchdown pass. Wow. Wow. Yes. Absolute dominant performance from the Bowden Red Devils. Uh, Without their starting quarterback, Robert McNeil played maybe six snaps at quarterback. The rest were at running back or wide receiver. Uh, So this Bowden Red Devil team is an absolute monster. Uh, I can't wait to see how far they can go in the playoffs. Bremen gets a huge win uh, against LFO, 41-7. to Bremen makes it into the playoffs with this win. Do we know where they will be this Friday, Billy, off the yeah. top of your head, or Saturday, excuse me? Yeah. They they travel like four and a half hours away, right, around Statesboro? No. Where do they play? Cedar Grove. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. <laughs> Well done. You, you play, you play the back-to-back with state championship. It's just, I'm pretty sure Cedar Grove has also won like four of the last six too. Um, yeah. So, oh, that's in that's in Ellenwood, Georgia. Congratulations on making making the playoffs. You get the number one. Hey, now game. I heard I heard a lot of confidence out of Coach Rooster Russell on Friday night. Awesome. Yeah. In the Villarica First Baptist Overtime Show, he said they were already looking forward to the second round. Yeah, yeah, he did. The hell with those trees. <laughs> Doesn't nobody like cedar, anyways. Uh, Central with a huge win uh, against Heritage, thirty-five to twenty-three. That that win because they won by more than one. Central jumps from the four seed all the way up to the two seed and will be hosting a playoff game for the first time since two thousand fifteen. Billy, that's seven years. Yeah, uh, Coach Smiley with a big win on Friday night to solidify home field and. His conversation with us on Friday night was awesome too because he was he was thrilled for the team, thrilled for for everybody at Central, and he also just brought up the fact that his entire team has a three five GPA. Price. Your your GPA can go over two? Price. A three five team GPA. I didn't know it could go over two. That's I thought incredible. two was live. So congratulations to Area Smiley and the Central Lions. They get Madison County coming into Central. Heard County welcomed in Lamar County, and unfortunately, the Braves fell 42 to nothing. That was going to be a tough game regardless. Yeah. Lamar County is just that. They're, they're monsters, man. They're absolute monsters. They are. Uh, hate that for, uh, for Lassiter down there on senior night, but they're hosting a playoff game regardless. Uh, they finished second in that region, so they will host um, Brian County. You know who they'll host? Brian County? Brian County. Ryan County and Temple travels to to Crawford and I didn't see this coming man this this shocked me completely Crawford beats Temple 38 to 29 I thought Temple was gonna I thought they were gonna walk all over Crawford like 40 point favorites Temple was 40 point favorites and they lost I don't I I don't know I don't know what happened man I I I hope I hope coach Nix comes to sissies because I I really just want to talk to him about this and I, I I don't know what happened. Like, yeah. I just want to know what happened, really. So, that's unfortunate for Temple. They now Temple's the ones that are traveling down to like Statesboro, right? Uh, Temple has Metter. Where the hell's Metter at? Uh, Metter in Metter, Georgia. That's that's around there. That's around Statesboro, right? I think. <laughs> I believe that's down there in South Georgia, around like uh. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. In between, like, Statesboro and Savannah, I think. Yeah. So they have to travel, yeah, they have to travel three and a half, four hours. Go down there to Metter. And uh, Metter's been sort of the, I mean, they're 
blue bloods in Georgia football. Yeah. So they have to go on the road and get a big win in, in round one. They're the four seed, and we'll jump up against the one seed. I just I don't know how that I don't know. I'll, I'll love to talk to Coach Corey Nix because I really want to figure. I, wanna, I really want to hear what happened um, yeah. because I didn't. Yeah, a ten point or nine point loss. I didn't see that happening. Uh, the competition cheer over the weekend. Central wins region. And I believe Villarica also wins region for competition cheer. I couldn't find an actual post about it. Carrington did as well. Okay. I I remember Emily mentioning, mentioning something about it. Uh, and I've been locked out of my Facebook for three days. And I've just been too lazy to change the password. Um, so I'm still oh, locked out of my Facebook. Out of your Facebook? Oh, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I haven't, I haven't changed my password. Uh, and I just haven't cared. <laughs> so I just changed it this morning. I'm back in and I was trying to find it. But I, I remember Emily saying that like we had two or three competition cheer region champions in our area. Yeah. Um, and I just didn't find it on the Stumpet Games and Events calendar for tonight. Billy in the NBA, as we mentioned, the Bucks visit the Hawks at 815. Hopefully the Hawks can give the Bucks the first loss of the year. And then on Monday Night Football, the Ravens are at the Saints. At 8.15, that should be a beatdown. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens should take care of business. They are down there in Nolans. Let's go, Ravens. All right, Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? Yes, sir, I do. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Braves acquire outfielder Sam Hilliard from the Rockies in exchange for minor league pitcher Dylan Spain. The first move of uh, the offseason for Alex Anthopoulos here. Um see how this this works out he's a he's an outfielder that is out of options so he'll be competing for a bench job he had 14 home runs and just over 200 at bats uh two years ago did not play well this year so it'll be interesting to see if he can get back to um where he was although you know most of the time when he's picking up these players when when we're when we first look at these it's like yeah, I don't know about this, you know, looking at the his stats, but then like Adam Duvall happens or, you know what I mean? Like just, yeah, they, they get the best out of nothing. It's interesting. Hey, hey, if you're listening to this podcast, sign Dansby Swanson now. Tom Brady becomes the first player to surpass 100,000 passing yards between the regular season and postseason combined. That's just nuts. I saw people tweeting about this. I'm not impressed. I did that in four years on NCAA 14. So, uh, you know, pff, come on. I, that's, I don't care. <laughs> 100,000 yards, dude. That's nuts. What's that in miles? Hold on. What's that in miles? Hold on. I want to convert that. Yards to miles. This is going to be fantastic. 300,000 300, feet. That's 50, almost 57 miles, Billy. He's thrown for almost 57 miles. Oh my God! <laughs> fifty-seven miles, folks. I bet you he's thrown over it now. Like I bet you he can get to that fifty-seven miles now. I bet. Yeah, yeah. It's at fifty fifty-six point eight one is the official mark. Is a hundred thousand? Uh, yes, is a hundred thousand. So, yeah, I bet I bet he's gonna hit that fifty-seven miles mark. That's nuts. Fifty-seven miles. <laughs> he, he's thrown time. longer than a lot of the ranges on these electric cars. That's true. That's amazing. Uh, speaking of nuts, the Bears quarterback, Justin Fields, sets regular season rushing record. 178 rushing yards is now the regular season record 
rushing yards for a quarterback. 178 rushing yards. Yes, well, Billy, to be honest with you, the more important part of that story is the fact that he got me 42.72 points as my starting quarterback in my fantasy league, baby. There you go. Billy, my team scored 157.32 points today in my PPR league. Good Lord. Ah, yes. 42.72 points, Justin Fields. (laughs) Joey Logano wins the NASCAR championship at Phoenix. I'm sure you and Matt will be discussing this uh, probably this week, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, yeah, either tonight or tomorrow, whenever he wants to uh, record. This will be our last last uh, Track Talk podcast of the year. So we'll we'll wrap up everything uh, tonight or tomorrow and release it uh, tomorrow or Wednesday. And yeah, we'll be discussing this along with uh, sort of the next headline yeah, that, cool. that we have. Coy Gibbs passes away Um the same night his son wins his first Xfinity Series championship, which sucks, man. He was he was young too, wasn't he? Like forty eight, forty nine. Good lord. Yeah. What What's crazy is Joe Gibbs has lost both of his sons, and both of his sons have passed away at forty nine. That's insane. And yeah, so so Ty Gibbs wins the Xfinity Series championship on Saturday night. 19 years old and then loses his dad the same night like i, I just i i can't imagine the range of emotion the young man's going through um so t's and p's to the gibbs family and everybody affected by that that's just that's horrible man 49 years old passed away in his sleep i i don't know i don't even have words for that like it, it's just that's awful man no father should have to bury their son much less two sons that's, that's horrible Ugh. and then finally today in 1991 magic johnson announces he has HIV and retires from the Lakers That that press conference will it's just always going to go down in my mind it's like one of those iconic moments in in uh, sports history you know what I mean yeah and in the immortal words of Kanye West you can get through anything if magic made it (laughs) (laughs) you got anything else Nah, man, let's get out of here on Monday. All right, that's it for the Morning 5 for Monday, November 7th, 2022. We'll catch you all tomorrow, same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!